Hi everybody, this is Mike, and thank you for joining me for another of my short .5 episodes. Today I'm going to share a story with you about how I left a couple of million dollars on the table when I sold my business, an unpleasant consequence of me allowing my curiosity to go to sleep. I call this story The Pain of Dormant Curiosity. If there's one thing that's pushed and propelled me to move forward in the direction I've needed over the years, it's been my curiosity. It's been natural for me to wonder, investigate, ask questions, and seek answers. To ask, why? I've always wanted to know more than I knew. To figure out things I didn't understand. To pursue ideas that others might not pursue. But as I was going through my life rocking my whole I'm-so-curious vibe, telling my team to listen to what everyone has to say, but don't blindly trust that what they say is the way it is, it turns out I was asleep at the curiosity switch myself. And it cost me millions. Here's what happened. We had a wastewater processing plant in a state that had a unique environmental regulatory approach that was, let's just say, complicated. That's actually code for the truth, which is that it was a giant circus, uh, you know what show. I'm sure that their rulemaking started out as a good idea and with good intentions. At least that's what I want to believe. But for whatever reason, it had become a mess. It was so complex that no one really understood it not even the regulators themselves. Different offices throughout the state interpreted the regulations differently and enforced them differently too. It was like there were states within a state. It created a confusing quagmire for any company trying to understand the right way to do things. Despite the obvious lack of consistency, the regional office we dealt with always stood firm on their respective beliefs. Rather than address the obvious elephant in the room, which was that anything so complex that even the people in the department that came up with it can't agree about it, might just be a little, more more than a little, out of whack, they just dug in and stayed put. What seemed to matter most to them was how some individuals in the department felt the rules should be, rather than how they were clearly read. And over the years, dealing with that attitude and the arrogance that often accompanied it, which had been trickling down on the heads of the folks on our team for years, like some sadistic Chinese water torture, ultimately broke them into submission. They just went along. Trouble was that some of these regulatory inconsistencies were impacting us big time. Competition in the same state were able to legally operate their business in a way we were asking to mirror and we were being told, no, you can't do it. It was hurting our ability to operate efficiently and grow. It wasn't fair. This can't be right, I would say to our local people, the ones who knew the rules. It doesn't make sense. We agree, it doesn't make sense, but it is right. We can't do what you're asking us to do without the form you which isn't important to the story. That's just what it's called. That's the rule, they'd tell me. I pressed. They pressed back. 
And after a while, I gave up. They won. I gave up my curiosity. I accepted what I knew could not be right. And I did it for years. Maybe my curiosity never completely went away, but it certainly went dormant, like grass does deep into a summer drought. And it wasn't awoken until much later when a new opportunity came along that we just had to pursue. I decided once again to get curious, to challenge our thinking about and our understanding of the regulatory framework and obtain the approval we were entitled to have. And this time, we won. Unfortunately, it was too late, for me at least. By the time this came about, we'd already sold the business and I was working for the new owner. The approval we won allowed the new owner to build a waste processing facility that expanded a key portion of the business by 100%. It killed me to think about the increased value that could have been ours when we sold the business. Instead, it was all theirs. The new owner was thrilled. I mean, what new buyer doesn't love an unexpected bonus like that? I know I did, and I got a few along the way too. How's that saying go? What comes around goes around or something like that? I'm not one to look back with regret, but I do look back for lessons. And the lesson here wasn't that my team let me down, that they didn't dig deep enough, that they accepted what they were told, that they were more entrenched in what they thought they knew rather than what could be possible. Sure, there was some of that, but mostly it was all on me. And that still stings. Our team was made up of good people, smart people, people who wanted to do a great job. It was my job to encourage them to figure out the right way to dig through, climb over, or go around obstacles by being persistent and following the rules. My curiosity and my leadership had to drive and feed theirs. And in this case, it just didn't. Now here's my lesson in this story. Don't take no for an answer until you're absolutely sure that no is the answer. Had I been full-on curious about this, had I continued to live up to my responsibility to, to challenge their thinking and that of the regulators, I know that we would have gotten that win much sooner. And the value creation it unlocked, which was several million dollars, would have been ours rather than the new owners. And education's not cheap, but at least I learned my lesson. A, B, C, always be curious. So what's your lesson in this story? Thanks for listening to this episode of the How'd It Happen podcast, where we believe that success doesn't happen unless you make it happen. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen. And while you're there, please rate it and leave a comment as well. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the show, ideas for future guests, or whatever you'd like to share. And of course, you can always find me at MikeMalatesta.com. See you next time. Thanks again for listening to the How'd It Happen podcast.